Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Richard Lawrence back with us. Very few have campaigned longer than Richard has for the truth about UFOs. Recent amazing revelations from our government and sources have vindicated Richard. And he is the executive secretary for the Aetherius Society for Europe and Africa, which happens to be the oldest UFO contactee organization in Britain, possibly the world. He's an advanced psychic, channeler, and student of Master of Yoga and ET contactee Dr. George King. He's written many books, including UFOs and the Extraterrestrial Message. He was last on with me about a year ago. Richard, welcome back. How have you been? Oh, great, George. It's really good to, to say good morning, because it is morning there, I think, just as well as here. Well, here, here where I am in Los Angeles, it's uh, midnight. Just after, yeah. So you're just starting morning in a way. But anyway, it's great to talk to you again, George. How are you keeping? I'm doing fine, thanks. Everything's great. What did you think of the government's, our government's UFO hearings before Congress? Very significant indeed. And as a matter of fact, I've got to say this and put my hands up so you could teach us over here in Europe a lesson. Uh, the British government, who I am appealing to at the moment to do something, and the, and the politicians over here are absolutely pathetic compared to, I suppose, a small number it is really, isn't it, George, of your Democrat and Republican politicians over there. Um, and we hear about it, and it's, it's okay, it's not everything we want, by the way. They haven't uh, got the disclosure even that they want, but it's real progress. It is great news. What did you think of the testimony of the three former military folks? I thought it was excellent. I thought it was extremely credible. I watched it from beginning to end. 
And I thought that uh, the things that particularly David Grush, but also the other two being so highly qualified, particularly uh, Commander Fravor, just can't be ignored. I mean, he was clear, Commander Fravor, that, uh, you know, with all his experience as a, as a U.S. Navy pilot and so forth, he wasn't into UFOs at all before this, or UAPs, as they've, they've kind of rebranded it, haven't they, really, as UAPs, but I think we're still calling them UFOs pretty much. Um, you know, he, he was absolutely clear that they have such incredible capabilities. Funnily enough, actually, um, I did a, I wrote a book called Contacts with the Gods from Space with the, with the late Dr. George King. And in that book, we put some of the capabilities of UFOs, uh, in detail that have been coming out now quite recently, you know, with your U.S. Navy video clips and with some of the things that those two witnesses said. But, of course, David Grush, the other witness, he was the one who came up with the most contentious and significant revelations, I think. Why do you think he said so many things publicly and then the real good stuff, he said, I have to talk to you privately behind closed doors? That was frustrating, wasn't it? It uh, was. And it, it, I mean, it's absolutely clear-cut proof of the cover-up, isn't it? I mean, it was open and on display for all to see, and they all acknowledged it, including the Congress men and women that we're going to have to go into a silent meeting to talk about this. The public, oh, we can't tell them. Um, and that's, of course, what certainly we in the Ethereum Society have been saying for decades. I mean, I was bringing, actually, CIA papers over to Britain uh, in the 1980s, which confirmed that in there, actually, one of the interesting questions, I thought, George, was by one of the congressmen who asked about the capacity of UFOs to disarm an American jet. I don't know if you picked up on that. And that was, that's quite significant because it shows their powers, but it also shows that they're peaceful because they didn't fire back. They, they knew what this craft, this American jet, was going to do. They just disarmed it. Now, that's not new. These papers I brought back in the 1980s, uh, they're CIA papers from, they're published in my book, UFOs and the Extraterrestrial Message. Uh, they show... That a, that a weapons control panel was disabled by a UFO as soon as that jet got into missile range of it. As soon as it got out of range, the weapons control panel was activated. So these are supernormal powers. The, these, as Dr. Commander Fravor said, it's a physics we don't have on Earth. Richard, do you know your friend uh, Nick Pope by any chance? I do know him, actually. I spoke to him on his first day in his job in the ministry. And it's quite interesting because I was in touch. I've, I've been on this since, as you said in your introduction, since my 20s. And I was on the radio at the age of 22 in, my, in the 70s on this topic. Um, and I, so I was on to his department before he got there. I was with his predecessor. And then when he got there on his first day, I gave him a call to welcome him to his department. <laughs> and he, that's the UFO department, by the way, in the Ministry of Defense, which has now closed, closed in 2009. That's another disgrace over here. Um, and he, I said to him, Dick, do you believe in UFOs? And he said, not particularly, no. I said, well, you will do. And look at him now. And look at him now, exactly, he's all over the place. <laughs> but, you know, he, I have to be said, and we're perfectly friendly when we do 
come across each other, but he was part of that cover-up. I mean, he was in there, and I am assuming, I don't know this, that he's still under the Official Secrets Act now, uh, because usually they are, even if they leave the, the job. Uh, he, he's not a whistleblower anywhere near the caliber of, of the three people that were there, especially David Grush. Um, but certainly he's got a lot to say on the topic. And uh, the one thing where perhaps I would part company with him and some others is that he, I think, I could be wrong, but I think is still open to the idea that they could be hostile, that they could pose a threat. Right. They seem uh, very concerned about that. They do. Well, do you know, it's an interesting thing. That we, before my time in the Ethereum Society, that there's a journal that we still have, actually, called Cosmic Voice. And in 1958, uh, this, this journal, Cosmic Voice, was published. And there was a warning in there, in print, in an editorial, that when these things are brought out, when they are revealed, and, uh, as it was said that they would be, then they will start to put out the narrative, not the word narrative, but that was what they meant, the narrative, that they are, they are hostile. And that's happening. I don't know whether you caught the news, but in the press over here, we're told that about three days before the hearing, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, who's head of the what they call the AARO, right. the All Domain Anomalous Resolution Office, what a name for a UFO department. Anyway, he came out and said that he's having sleepless nights worrying about extraterrestrial invasion. That was reported over here in, in some papers. So, I mean, that's all part of it. And, of course, that suits the agenda, I'd have to say, of some in the Pentagon and some in ministries of defense around the world, because then it's an excuse to build up their armaments. What got you involved in UFOs, Richard? I was at university in the north of England, not far from where I am actually now. I'm, I'm in the north of England talking to you now uh, in, in a county, a beautiful county, Yorkshire, and uh, actually where Dr. King came from. But I had a fantastic sighting. And in those days, you probably remember, George, uh, they, they, were, they were always called either flying saucers or cigar-shaped. Right. Objects, you remember. And then they, they come with all these names, don't they? Do you know, I actually found, when I wrote my book um, on UFOs, I found reference in an 11th century Japanese document to a, a UFO sighting being described as an earthenware vessel. So it wasn't even new. The flying saucer term wasn't even new. But that's aside, I was at a university in a place called Hull, and we had a fantastic... Uh, sighting, but I mean, not just me, hundreds, I think it was about 500 people saw this, and it was moving slowly across the sky with this, you know, cigar, oblong shape, tubular shape, you might say, and it got obscured at one point by an oak tree, because I, I drove out with a friend and we watched it from a field, and then it became visible again, moving really quite slowly, and then it disappeared. Um, and I do remember the professor at the university, I think it was the professor of chemistry, I believe, uh, was asked for a statement, as they used to do in those days over here, because they were absolutely determined to find a so-called expert uh, to dis you know, disprove or discount or debunk UFOs all the time. And he came out in the local press anyway and said it was a barium cloud. He, he wasn't an expert on UFOs at all. He just worked in a chem chemistry department. And then they found out there's no such thing as a barium cloud. And, and, I, and, and if there was, it wouldn't operate like this object. And then I sort of thought, okay, we've got UFOs. 
We've also got cover-up going on. And then I got into it and I found just how bad and how dishonest the cover-up was over here. And then, of course, in America, they were overtly lying. I think they've admitted it now, just blatantly lying about this topic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Let's analyze some of the discussions of the three who spoke before Congress. Let's start with David Grush, who said that our government, the American government, has retrieved an alien spacecraft. What do you think of that? It's very interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, obviously I I have no inside knowledge on how true that is. But, I mean, I can't see any reason why a man like that, who, as you rightly say, was always very careful to obey the law and didn't comment on things he wasn't legally allowed to comment on and said this is secret we'll have to meet secretly and so forth why on earth he would come out and say that if it wasn't true he's got no reason to it's extremely damaging to his career he claimed that he was actually physically harmed and implied even that his wife may have been in some way endangered by him doing this um, that, that was one of the themes, wasn't it? The way people are being harmed yes. to speak out on this issue. And so I think it's very, very interesting. And it, it's very interesting to us over here, actually, George, because the first one, he said, actually was in Europe, in Italy in 1933. Mussolini's uh, government, right? Exactly. Mussolini, uh, uh, when he was ruling Italy uh, with his dictatorship, they, they had a retrieved spacecraft. And then when he was defeated at the end of the war, thanks to the Americans, really, um, he then apparently, this is really fascinating, the Pope, Pius XII, intervened and made sure that this spacecraft that they had in, in, a, in their air force over there was taken to America 
And that's the first one that we that David Grush knows of at all. Actually, there is one I know of that's a lot older than that that was retrieved, uh, and that's uh, the oldest document I think on Earth, which is the Ramayana, uh, Vedic script, Hindus, and that's called the Pushpaka Vimana, and that was retrieved from Sri Lanka, as it is now, it's called Sri Lanka now, and taken back to the Himalayas, according to that book. But that's going a long way back, George. Now, also, Grush talked about biologics. What do you think he meant by that, Richard? Yeah, that's fascinating. Well, I've got a theory. It's only my opinion. Um, if they retrieve biologics, which one assumes was, they call them non-human personnel or some word like that, in my opinion, George, that would be robotic. In other words, it might appear to our, and this is only, an, I don't know this, if that's true. And he said he hadn't witnessed that. When he was asked whether he'd witnessed the, 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 you know, had certain knowledge of the spacecraft being retrieved, he wouldn't comment. Uh, when it came to the biologics, he said that's what he'd been told. So uh, it sounds like he knows about the craft and he's been told about the biologics. But in my opinion, again, I don't believe that an alien... I mean, I think one of the uh, congressmen actually said, look, it, 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 it's a bit far-fetched to think they, they've got this technology, which is so outstanding, uh, with incredible acceleration, even power of invisibility, or what you might call multidimensional existence. That, to me, was one of the most interesting moments in the whole hearing the whole the, the the reference to quasi-dimensional intelligences coming down from a higher dimension to a lower one that's really i think groundbreaking but anyway uh coming back to biologics this congressman said well you know how is it that they they, they have all this capability and yet they crash and to the answer to that must be as far as i'm concerned is because they are either they don't really crash they just appear to crash or they are allowed to crash i don't think they would allow alien entities to be captured uh, but they might allow again my opinion robotic creatures non-human what we might call biologics which might appear to us to be so sophisticated that they are biological but in fact they are some kind of created intelligences that they're allowing people on Earth, in the American government or the Pentagon or wherever, to try and investigate it. You know, they're trying to do reverse uh, engineering, aren't they? But apparently, from what we can glean, not very successfully. Now, there could be cyborgs, too, part biological, part yeah. machine. That's true as well. Yeah, uh, uh, sort of grown, as it were, deliberately grown. Yeah, I, I could see that. But I, I, I think it'll, it'll all be what they want because do what it's like. And you've been doing this, I'm probably, I don't know where it's longer than me, George, but you've been on this forever, but uh, as I have. And you, 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 there used to be, didn't there, the sort of the nuts and bolts flying saucer person or ufologist and the more spiritually inclined one. Actually, the two have come together more now but there are people who say okay there are sightings there are radar tracking there is film there is you know military witnesses and let's remember this is estimated to be about five percent according to one of the three gentlemen five percent of the real military sightings of craft is the ones that are reported he was saying he thinks 95 percent aren't even reported by military personnel because it's so damaging to their careers to report it. 
Um, so we're talking here, and we aren't even looking at what the public are experiencing out there. This is purely military personnel working for the American government. Were you surprised by the hearing, the fact that they went ahead and did it? I was, actually. And I, what, the one thing I, you know, already back in 2021, and you and I have talked about this, they virtually as good as said that UFOs exist having denied it for forever. And well done. Congratulations have got to be given, by the way, to the American government. I mean, I've just got a thing, and I don't know how interesting this is to your listeners, but uh, just like an hour ago uh, from the UK government here, uh, and the, the, we have a science committee here stating they've got no plans to investigate flying saucers, um, even though the UK, US Congress inquiry has captured the imagination the UK government doesn't spend any money, they're claiming, on R&D, research and development, into unidentified flying objects. That's just come out. And the House of Commons, that's what we have over here, a bit like your House of Representatives, Science, Innovation and Technology Committee, said it had no existing or planned work on the issue. And the Ministry of Defence over here, like your Pentagon, said it ceased to investigate reports of UFOs or UAP in 2009. There is no change on that. And basically, the, we, the final arbiter here, the UK Space Agency, said, we don't fund anything looking into UFOs. They just look into the possibility of life on Mars. And that they actually referred... They, they refer the questions to each other, all these various departments, you know, and you never get anywhere. So was I surprised? Yes, I was, to a degree. The big question to me was, will they come out and admit now that they're extraterrestrial? And I certainly the three witnesses made that very clear. And I think it looked to me like quite a few of the congressmen and women were thinking that too. Uh, we need that now to be officially confirmed by Pentagon bodies and by the government. And then we need the other governments to get off their backsides and really get out there and start being honest with the public. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.